When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-depth conversations, matchup breakdown, everything a Steelers fan could want. This is Fourth Down in the Steel City with Chris Mack and Josh Taylor. And welcome back in Fourth Down in the Steel City. We keep it rolling here in Episode 2. Again, don't forget to subscribe, download, rate, review. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, shout it from the rooftops. We're going to be here just about daily, giving you all the latest Steelers news, our insight on it, analysis, opinions, of course, post-game and pre-game pods as well to make sure you are ready because we are now just a week from kickoff of week one. And with that being said, gentlemen, we must make predictions sure to go wrong. Um, <laughs> I, I I, feel like there's, there's a lot of chalk in NFL predictions early on this year. Everybody seems to be riding a lot of the same trains. Everybody's, you know, everybody loves the darling Detroit Lions and kneecap fighting Dan Campbell. And everybody loves Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville because that hair is amazing. Everybody's got their favorites. But I think we'll differ just enough that it should make for an interesting exercise here. We'll tell you who's going to win what divisions, who the wild cards are, who's beating who in the Super Bowl in just a second. But let's start with our league-wide award predictions. All right, Greg, I'll let you lead us off. Go ahead. Who's going to be NFL MVP 2023? Uh, I'm going with Jalen Hurts. I thought thought that he had a huge year last year, and I don't see any reason why he won't make a giant step four on top of what he did last year with those weapons that he has in Philadelphia. The defense has gotten even better, and that's just going to help get him the ball more. So I'm going Hurts. Okay. Not a bad choice. I like that one. Um I'm surprised. Well, well, we'll see. We'll go through the whole exercise. Don't cut yourself off, Chris. Josh, who do you got? NFL MVP 2023. It's a shame because Jalen Hurts, I originally thought that would be my pick. And the, the part that bothers me is I think the best season he could have put together individually to give him himself an MVP award, it might have come last year. Yeah, that's true. It might have been last season. And he was overshadowed by a guy who pretty much does most things a lot of quarterbacks can't do. And if his coach could design him in a lab, that's the guy he would come up with. And when it comes to that, I got to go right back to that guy. I'm going back to Mahomes here. It, it just it feels like it's cliche. It feels like it's too easy. But until we find something, until we find a foil for him, I don't know if there's anything out there that can stop him. I was having this discussion not too long ago. I was telling somebody, I said, the scariest thing about Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes is what they haven't done yet. Because yeah. they – there's so much that they really have not scratched the surface on. I, I mean, they've they've had a couple opportunities here and there, but they've been able to – you saw what they did when they kind of retooled that roster on the fly. No Tyreek Hill, no problem. You know, they, they stuff Isaiah Pacheco back there, and he turns into a monster. And, like, it, it didn't even matter. This team goes back to the Super Bowl. So you see that, and you're knowing, you know that, hey, they still managed to add other things on here. I'm already telling you now, they're my pick from the AFC in the Super Bowl, but I'm going Patrick Mahomes just because I can't find, not even, not that I can't find anybody that could outperform him, but we haven't found anybody really when he has everything around him that can stop him. 
Oh, contraire, Mr. Taylor. I've got a response. Uh-oh, Although it's, it's hard to argue. I'm not going to argue with Patrick Mahomes as an MVP vote. 27 years old. All the points you just made. He's going to be at the top of the heap for most of the next decade. Right. But he does have just the slightest bit of kryptonite. He was able slightly to overcome it this past January. But three times previously, he hasn't. Mm, Joe Burrow. <laughs> We're going there. Wow. We're going there. Joe wow. Burrow, NFL MVP this year. I think wow. uh, I I just look, Burrow does everything you want a quarterback to do. Is he he's look, the mobility he's gonna lose over the years just because of the hits that he's taken the first couple years of his career, but he doesn't have to be as mobile. Uh, as some quarterbacks and look in this case he's still got some of that mobility we'll see I know I mentioned yesterday on the first episode about the calf issue and whether it's really a thing or not we'll see how that plays out just get him just get him to January get Joe Burrow to January with all these weapons around him I think you do have to worry a little bit about on defense about losing Jesse Bates I think that's a big loss for them on the back end it might lead to more shootouts which might lead to even better numbers for Joe Burrow, which That's leads you right exactly down the, what I expect. Yep, right exactly down the MVP path. So mm-hmm. I think it's a huge year for Joe Burrow and Cincy. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll blow a tease here as well. The Bengals are going to win the AFC North. Relax, Steeler fans. Relax, <laughs> relax. We'll break it so down. He's, he's going to be Joe extra site, extra shy, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes, Joe so, Okay. So, so Greg's got Jalen Hurts. Josh has got uh, Patrick Mahomes. I've got Joe Burrow. Let's go to Defensive Player of the Year again. Greg, I let you lead us off. I'm going T.J. Watt. Ooh, Homer. <laughs> I mean, I got his shirt on. I, I, I really had no other option there. Uh, you know. Came off the pectoral injury last year and still had a really good season. If they can get a full season out of T.J. Watt, I think that there's no reason why he can't win this award. Yeah, I saw them talking on uh, on Good Morning Football today, I think it was, or somewhere recently about how T.J. Watt is, is underappreciated by some people. Um, in this market, I, perhaps? <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, Josh, I, I can buy that argument for a little bit. I do have my concerns about him staying healthy for 17 games. As do I. As do I. And that's the reason why I'm not picking TJ Watt, but Ooh. I am going to pick somebody who has a lot of the same athletic tendencies and can make a lot of the same plays that TJ Watt makes. And this season, he's going to have more opportunity to make those kind of plays because it looks like his role is going to be a little bit more streamlined. And this is going to sound a little, little bit more like a chalk pick and like a, a fan favorite. But I'm going Micah Parsons. Ooh, okay. Parsons. I mean, you, you talk about completely freakish athletic defenders. Yeah. Parsons fits that bill just like TJ Watt fits that bill. It, it would have been easy to go with the Bosa brother or something like that, but Micah Parsons, if you want to talk about a guy who can do something similar, if not completely identical to something TJ Watt's capable of, Micah Parsons feels like that guy. And Dallas is really going to need him in that more concentrated role to be a lot more productive. I think they're going to need him to be more productive as far as the pass rush game is concerned. I think they need him to, to stack some numbers up. And it's not like he's not capable But if he can stack some numbers up in the pass rush game and become more of a threat there while still making some of those athletic plays that he can make and forcing a couple of turnovers here and there, he can turn himself. And I'm going to borrow Chris for a Chris reference here. A very nice facsimile of a CJ Watt. Maybe not exactly identical, 
but you know, maybe going over a couple times in a copy machine. It could be something similar. To that. <laughs> um, I, I like the Micah Parsons call. That's a good one. I'm going to go. I, you know, I should have looked it up before we got started. I don't know the last time a corner won defensive player of Ooh. the year, but this feeds into, again, a storyline that I will play out for you once we get to our playoff predictions. Sauce Gardner. Ooh, I, think I like this. I like it. Sauce Gardner is going to be Mr. Ball Hawk this year. He is going to be all over it. And I think to the point that it's going to win the Jets a few ball games. I know the focus is on Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson and Dalvin Cook and all, all, all this, the super team style weapons that they piled up on the offensive side of the ball. But I think their offensive line is going to leave them wanting and Agreed. it's going to lead to some issues with Aaron Rodgers. I think their defense is going to bail them out a few times this year. And Sauce Gardner is key to that. If the, Again, to kind of blow a tease here for our division and wildcard predictions, if the Jets make the playoffs, it's because of Sauce Gardner. And oh, I have man. Sauce Gardner as my NFL defensive player of the year. Chris, now, Chris Stephon Gilmore, 2019. Last there, time a cornerback one. It hadn't been that long. Hadn't been that long. Go. It could happen. And All Gilmore right. that year... He was as good as you think uh, as you think Sauce Gardner could be. And here's oh. what's scary: Sauce Gardner could be better than that. Sauce may have been as he good be as, as, as last year as Gilmore was in 2019. He's that and I good. think he can be better than that this year. Yeah. He's you, you're talking about him winning some games. He might seal a couple shootouts for the Jets if they look in his direction. He might be the guy that you know, finally puts, puts the game on ice. If they look at his direction with the game on the line, I totally agree with that. I like and they that. might, and they might, they might have to believe it or not win some low scoring games too. If Rogers yep. is dinged up, if, you know, it, it, again, I don't trust the offensive line. So I think they may have to win some games with their defense. All right, let's go to the rookies. Let's start with offensive rookie of the year. Before we started recording, before we started having this conversation, before Josh even jumped on Greg and I, I think we didn't we didn't tell each other who we had. Greg was trying to blow it all up, Josh, before he jumped on and tell me who we picked <laughs> for everything. I said, no, save it for the show. But I think we're all I think we might all be thinking in the same direction on offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Mr. F Mr. Finley, go first. Well, I wanted to be different with my MVP. Mahomes was easily the right pick, in my opinion, but I wanted to be mm -hmm. different. I can't do it this time. It's got to be B. John Robinson. He is the most hyped rookie that, you know, I mean, he was the number seven pick in fantasy football this year. Like, mm. the next rookie is like Bryce Young, and that's far down with a really suspect Carolina football team. It's got to be B. John. Josh, I don't think there's any reason to argue with the man here, right? It's got to nope. be B. John. You know, you know, it's legit when a Razorback fan. Is picking a longhorn <laughs> without hesitation. This is how you painful. know it's for real. That's painful for you, and, man. And it's nothing against Bijan. It is nothing personal because <laughs> I think he's phenomenal. And there are people who go, why would they take him in the top ten? I'm like, clearly you haven't watched Bijan Robinson play football. Right. Once again, I'm, I don't admit often. Last time I admitted that a, a longhorn running back was that good, it was probably Ricky Williams. But Bijan Robinson's legit. He's not just going to run the ball. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to do a lot of different things for an offense that really needs him to. Yes, in Atlanta that's the key. That's because the key. he's going to keep Desmond Ritter on two feet. Like yes, I, this is not even an exaggeration. And he might be the thing that pushes Atlanta, maybe even to the discussion of possibly contending for a very, very terrible division. Yeah. 
but that's, that could be the difference as far as what Bijan Robinson might be able to do. That's how big of an impact he could have. I mean, when I just look at the top four or five favorites for this thing, Bryce Young, I like Bryce Young a lot. So I think I. I think Carolina could surprise some people this year once they figure out their offensive line, but they're not a playoff team. Um, Anthony Richardson, I think, is going to be a whole hell of a lot of fun to watch because sometimes we're going to go, oh, did you see what Anthony Richardson just did? And then other times we're going to go, oh, did you see what Anthony Richardson just did? And C.J. Stroud, poor kid. I, yep. I wish there was a team around him. And then you get to like your your Jackson Smith and Jigbas and Addisons and Gibbs. I don't think they have a real shot. Um, it's Bijan. It's got to be Bijan because to your point, Josh, he's going to drag the Falcons offense kicking and screaming into contention mm-hmm. with a super soft schedule in a really bad division. So I had a feeling we were all agreeing on the same person. It, as it turns out, the chemistry in fourth down in the Steel City is very strong early on, and we all got Bijan for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Can I, I would have liked Addison if he would have played for a different team, but being overshadowed by Justin Jefferson yeah. just makes it so tough for a guy like him. And same with Jackson Smith and Jigba, overshadowed by DK Metcalf. That, that's just too tough. And I don't think Minnesota is going to be as good this year as they were last year. I thought they were lucky last year. Greg knows I called them mid Minnesota pretty much the second <laughs> half of the season, and they're going to they're going to prove me right this year. I'm glad you brought up Jameer Gibbs though, because uh-huh. he's another guy. Because Detroit, they have weapons now, and I don't think people are paying attention because Jared Goff has never lacked in the ability to throw the football, and he's got guys to throw to. And Gibbs is going to be one of several playmakers on that team. Otherwise, I'd look at him. But you laid out a bunch of guys who are all on bad teams in bad divisions because Richardson's on a bad team in the bad division. Stroud's on a bad team in the bad division. Yep. Uh, Bryce Young's on a bad team in the bad division, and so is B. John Robinson. So the guy who's able to lift his team the most, to lift his bad team and his bad division the most, is the guy who's going to get the most attention. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, all right, defensive rookie of the year. I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I feel like we might all end up on the same guy again. But I'll let you guys go. Greg, who do you got? I'm going Jalen Carter. There we go. Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on, mm. man. Georgia. Me and Josh yep. are giant Georgia fans when it comes to guys that come to the NFL. They are the, bloodline. the bloodline of college football. Bloodline. <laughs> there they go. They are the ones, man. <laughs> it was too easy for me to take Jalen Carter, Greg. It was too easy. I switched it up a bit. I took the guy that went a handful of spots ahead of him. They're not the bloodline now, but they used to be at one point. I'm going with Will uh, Will Anderson out of Alabama. Okay. I, I like the physicality. I love what he does. He can affect every part of the game. And one of the best games he had at Alabama was against Georgia in the national championship game. He was a monster. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to say he played pretty well in the SEC championship game too. Um, Athletic, young pass rushers in this league. There's always a market for them. There's always opportunities for them to do what they can do. And I'm going to point this out again. He's on a bad team in a bad division. So he can torture a lot of bad. He's going to have at least six opportunities to torture some quarterbacks on bad teams. That's a good call. I'll go Will Anderson. Yeah, the schedule definitely plays into this. And Jalen Carter is not going to have it easy every week playing in the NFC East. Um, But I still so much you can beat up Dak. <laughs> you only get to play him twice. Exactly. Um, exactly. The same thing. <laughs> but uh, Greg and Daniel I both Jones might not count as much. <laughs> right. Greg and I both have Jalen Carter. I that's probably the easy pick, but Will Anderson, I think, is a solid one too for Josh. All right. Coach of the year. 
Um, this is, I, I had a couple different thoughts about this one. I think it could go to a team that gets to the back to the playoffs for the first time in a long time, a team that jumps by three or four wins. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with the personality of the coach and the sound bites that he provides all year. So I have a couple in the AFC that I like, but there's one in particular in the NFC. Greg, go ahead. Who you got? Uh, I'm I'm going with uh, Sauce Gardner's coach. I'm going with Robert Sala because Ooh. because I think that I I can't believe I'm saying this because I've been such a Jets hater my entire life, <laughs> but I really think that Aaron Rodgers is the missing piece that this team has been missing. Oh they have the weapons. He's they buying it, Josh. Added He's Dalvin Cook. He's they added Dalvin Cook. Garrett Wilson's going to be even better now because he actually has a quarterback that's going to get him the football. He's drinking the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm drinking the Hard Knocks Kool-Aid. I think it's Robert Sala. I went back and forth with this. I went back Aaron and forth Rogers with this. Aaron Rodgers Kool-Aid. <laughs> is, is it red, though, is the question. <laughs> of course it's red. Okay. I'll... If he wins MVP again, you're going to be sorry. <laughs> Chris, Chris, you know I got to check for you. Because any other, under any other circumstances, you know you're invited to the cookout. But I got to yeah. check for you. I just got to check for you. <laughs> I went back and forth between one really well-known name and one name that's starting to be made for himself. And Chris kind of teased it. He talked about the kneecap biters up Mm -hmm. in Detroit. And Dan Campbell is a really solid pick. And spoiler alert, I got Detroit winning the NFC North. Wow. That's why Dan Campbell's on my list. However, the guy that I think wins the coach of the year, he won't win his division, but he will put his team in the playoffs and he's back with an opportunity to coach. You didn't hear his name until the end of the season when he finally got hired for another job. I got Sean Payton Sean in Denver. Payton. Wow. Sean Payton in Denver. And by the way, one of the thing, one of the teams I think he beats with Denver in the early part of the season, he's going to beat the Jets when they come to Denver. The Jets may wow. be three and three after week six because one of the games they play is in Denver. And Sean Payton's going to beat Robert Sala in that game. Sean Payton, coach of the year. Wow. Comeback story, baby. So, so Greg is drinking the Aaron Rodgers Kool-Aid. Josh is on the the Sean Payton Russell Wilson Kool-Aid. Broncos and- country, do please do not let's let's not ride. <laughs> not yet. Just no, I'm not doing that. I can't. I can't get I can't do it. I tried to, and then I got I almost threw up in my mouth. I it. At least they don't I'm, have Nathaniel Hackett anymore. Not so great, Nate. <laughs> could be another reason why the Broncos beat the Jets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> um I'm gonna take a big old gulp. Mm. Uh-oh. Even though it's driving me nuts and I'm going to be tired. I'm already tired of it. I know I'm going to be oh, totally man. burned out on it by the end of the season. Don't I got to I got to go Dan Campbell. Detroit's getting oh, to the playoffs. Okay. I, I thought have... you were going to say like Zach Taylor or something. No, so, uh, oh, okay. no, no, no. Okay. No, cool. No, he's got too much. Cool. So, Detroit's going to get to the playoffs. I don't another spoiler alert. I don't have them winning the North. You guys are going to make fun of me for my NFC North pick, but that's okay. Oh, uh, you didn't. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, all right. Wait. I'll let you go. Dan, Camp- let you go. Dan Campbell is, has been riding the hype train, everybody's hype train since last year. So I think it yeah. pays off for him with the Lions getting back to the playoffs. We're all going to burn out on the Lions hype about mm, Halloween, if not earlier. Um, but it, them getting back Covering to the playoffs. The spread in week one against Kansas City. Look it. Okay. They're going to at least cover the spread. Okay. All right. Dan Just Campbell, saying. kneecap biter. That's my coach of the year. <laughs> kneecap biting coach of the year. Yes. All right. Now let's make the let's let's start with it this way. I think it adds a little more intrigue. 
Let's name our three wild cards from each conference before we get to division winners. All right, Greg, you ready? Give me your three wild cards from the NFC and the AFC. Okay, NFC wild card. I have the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Lions. Okay, that, that's that's all realistic. I think that's realistic. Well, I think only one team's coming out of the West, and spoiler alert, it's not the Cardinals. Mm. Uh, wild card in the AFC, I have the Bengals, the Ravens, and the Jets. The Bengals, the Ravens, and the Jets. Okay, yeah. I see where you're going with that. Mm. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Josh, your NFC wild cards. My wild cards in the NFC, and I had to pull this up on my screen make sure I'm reading this right. I have Dallas. I have uh, I have San Francisco. Okay. And I have... What's the other one? Indeed. Oh, yeah, Minnesota. I have Minnesota well, as the third. Okay. Even though I keep, calling, I keep joking that they're Minnesota, <laughs> but I have them as a third, okay. as a third wild card. On the AFC side of things, I have the Ravens, I have the Steelers, and I have the, the team that's coached by my coach of the year pick. I've got the Broncos. Wow. Russell Wilson back to the playoffs. That is, that is interesting. All right. I'll give you my wild cards. NFC side. I got the Niners. I don't have them winning the NFC West. Nor do I. I think think there's too many questions about that quarterback position there, especially with Brock Purdy leading the charge. Agreed. Uh, My second wild card, the Dallas Cowboys. Um, I, I do think as much as we make fun of Dak, I think Dak is committed to cleaning things up this year. And I think he will to the extent that the Cowboys are better on offense this year. And they've got a, they've made a commitment at running back. Pollard's the guy. I think Deuce Vaughn's going to be a ton to watch when he touches the football. But nonetheless, Dallas is my second wild card. And they Pollard cut, cook. They cut yeah. Ezekiel Elliott so they don't have to worry about that final play call that they had last year. <laughs> good, good point, Greg. And uh, Zeke doesn't have to worry about it either for his own posterity's sake. Let Tony uh, Pollard cook. Let him, yeah. Mike McCarthy, oh, let Tony Pollard cook. With He's a little gonna bit of cook. sprinkled in. Yes. The run game is what won them games. They started Cooper Rush for four games. They won three of them because Cooper Rush didn't screw it up, and they ran the ball well. Right. They didn't Run try the to do Dallas. too much. Exactly. exactly. Detroit's my third wild card. I do not have them winning the North. That's the NFC side. San Francisco, Dallas, Detroit. My AFC side, you ready for this? Okay. Buffalo Bills are a wild card this year. Mm-hmm. All right. And the Pittsburgh Steelers and... I mentioned it earlier when I mentioned Sauce Gardner. I think the Jets make it by the hair on her chinny chin chin as the final wild card. Mm-hmm. I got Bills and Jets as wild cards. I can see the great consternation on Mr. Taylor's face. So let's get to our division winner picks, okay? I gotta hear this one. I know where he's going. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, who do you have winning the divisions? He's NFC riding the and Be- AFC. He's riding the Belichick train. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> NFC, Philadelphia. Minnesota, New Orleans, San Francisco. Ooh, okay. That's pretty close. We're pretty close there. Josh? I got Philly. I got Detroit, obviously. Mm -hmm. I have New Orleans also. And I have Seattle. I got Mm -hmm. Seattle winning that division. I I like what they've done. I think Pete Carroll is getting that rejuvenation in his career. Um, I love the Jackson Smith and Jigba move. They've got stability at quarterback with Geno Smith. I think they really trust that running game with Kenneth Walker, and they got a couple guys that can interchange there. But this is the best kind of balance we've seen from Seattle in quite some time, probably since that those LOB days with Marshawn Lynch on the other side of the field. So I like Seattle. 
The last um, two guys, you, the last two guys you named. I mean, Kenneth Walker the third being healthy and Gino. That's the yeah. key right there. Yeah. I got him. I got him winning the division too. I'm also on Philly. I'm also on New Orleans. And like Greg, I am on Minnesota. I am so about Kirk Cousins. Look, this wow. is going to be the most unpopular take of the week. I don't know why, but there is something about that quarterback show on Netflix that I got a soft spot now for Kirk Cousins. I got a soft spot for him. I can't help it, guys. He goes out there with his busted up ribs. He's fighting for his guys. It, it, it's, it's scarily close. It's almost like a more humble Ben Roethlisberger. Um, it's, I, I just got a soft spot for Kirk. Captain Kirk, I can't help it. And I do think that it's in a, in, in a weird sort of addition by subtraction kind of way. Not that I dislike Adam Thielen, um, but I think a ton of footballs are going to get thrown Justin Jefferson's way, like 200 targets kind of year. And the more you put the ball in that dude's hands, the more good things are going to happen for the offense. So I got Minnesota winning the North. I like it. <laughs> There's a great amount of disappointment in Josh's face right now. <laughs> it, it's it has nothing to do with Kirk Cousins. It has nothing to do with Justin Jefferson. I that was the luckiest team in the league last year. Their record in one score games was just absolutely just it was just how is this possible it was it was video game on rookie quality of their record in one score games. can i, tell and I don't what, know if they can pull that off twice i just can don't know i take can i tell you why i believe in the defense improving just enough fair enough brian flores brian flores that's, and that's that's a very good assertion i i do like that i do like the thought of adding brian flores and that's one of the reasons that's one of the things i do like about minnesota the thing i'm worried about and you bring up justin jefferson him getting the ball so much the question is, will they get too reliant upon Justin Jefferson? And right. will they be able to get a full season out of Adam Thielen to get the opportunity for him to compliment Justin Jefferson enough for Jefferson to be the, the weapon that he is? And they let Dalvin Cook walk. And I'm going, that's that's your production right there. It should be a it should be the Jefferson and Cook show. It should be there should be signs in Minnesota and purple saying, let Jefferson cook. <laughs> and it'd be a double entendre. Yeah. And I think they missed that opportunity in Minnesota. I think an offense that should have been so much better isn't going to be because they just let a major piece walk. So that's I, that's I, that's a big question. I don't know if Madison can pick yeah. it all up on his own. Um all right, that's, AFC that's side, Greg. AFC side, who do you have winning the division? Jacksonville. I have winning the uh, South because that division's terrible. Yep. I have the Chargers winning the AFC West. I have Buffalo winning the AFC East, and I have your Pittsburgh Steelers winning the AFC North wow. with a twelve and five record. So hold on, ja Jacksonville in the South. Who in the East? Buffalo. Buffalo. Uh, the Chargers in the West, and the Steelers wow. in the AFC North. Hold on, if I read this right, Greg Finley, am I reading this right? Do you not have the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, that's correct. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, wow. Who, who, who gets lost and, and gets their flight rerouted to Siberia? Like what, who gets hurt? What do they change the rules one guy of the that game? Gets hurt that messes that up. And it's Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. There's only one guy that gets hurt that screws that up, which is, that's my MVP out the window. But that wow. is, that is an enormous wow. Pick by you, Greg. I know Pete's it's a, missing it's a really bold take. It's a really bold take, but wow, that's where I'm at. All right, spicy, spicy. Josh, Ooh. who do you got winning the AFC divisions? AFC divisions, I it's it's so cliche, and it, well, I shouldn't <laughs> say it's cliche, but it's it's the thing to do now because everybody thinks there's a sexy team. 
I got Cincinnati beating the Steelers by a game or a half a game or like by okay. a tiebreaker in the North. I think it'll be closer than people say it's going to be. Um, it might come down to whether or not the Steelers can split with Cincinnati or if Cincinnati sweeps them. That might be the difference. But I think I do think they edge the Steelers out in the North. I got Jacksonville one in the South because A, Trevor Lawrence, and B, the rest of the South say no more. Yeah. Um, I hate I hate that I'm even saying this, but I'm, well, I guess I don't hate that I'm saying it because it just seems like the easy pick, and it's really against what Greg's saying. I got Kansas City one in the West. Okay, and which which means, by the way, I don't have the Chargers in the playoffs. Okay, I'm not convinced their coach should have his job. So I'm I'm the I'm the same. I, I I did all this and then I I did the same thing. I looked back and went, I don't have the Chargers in the playoffs. But I think you're absolutely right. This man cannot afford to miss the playoffs again, and he's going to cost them a playoff spot. And everybody's going to look around and say, what has Justin Herbert done in his first contract? And Justin Herbert, most importantly, is going to look around and say, what did I accomplish in my first contract? And Justin Herbert is going to walk to somebody with a bigger office than his head coaches and say, excuse me, um, it's him or me. And guess what? They're going to choose Justin Herbert. I don't trust a dude. That that blows a twenty seven point lead in the playoff mm-hmm. game. I I do not trust you. And and you had Austin Eckler in your backfield. What, what? are you doing? What I are need, you doing? I need. To and then they something. did not pay that guy during the off season. <laughs> and then they finally decided, oh wait, he's Austin Eckler. Let's pay him. It's bad enough we didn't give him the ball when we needed to the most. All right, but Greg. let's go even further and pay him. Go ahead. Tell us I how the Chargers to... win the division other than Patrick Mahomes no, no, getting no. getting lost in South America on a backpacking <laughs> trip. No, no, no. I need to clarify something. I filled this out at like 3 in the morning during my shift <laughs> yesterday, and I did not mean to put the Chargers over the Chiefs. And then whenever you said, you don't have the Chiefs in the playoffs, I just played it off. But no. Because I have the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. I'm like, what are we talking about? I was curious. Greg. I was starting to get scared for I'm you. Sorry. You I'm know sorry. what? I think I'd have been I think I'd have been more impressed if you'd have just gone with it. But yeah. okay, that's fine. But so I'd you... rather but I'd rather chicken out and get my Super Bowl right than have to like pick somebody else that I don't believe in. Okay. I was gonna I have, respect you if you did it. That's what I'm saying. I, I have the Chiefs winning the like AFC West. I'm sorry. Oh, I've... but that but that means you're just jumping on board with us and leaving the Chargers out of the playoffs, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. so everybody's no, but on it's the-, the same. But it's the same reason that Josh has. I don't trust Brandon Staley. Yeah, and I and I don't know why I wrote Chargers. I I'm telling you, I filled this out at three a.m. <laughs> I was tired. I work yeah. night shift for anybody that doesn't know this, and I tried to get my homework done early, and this is what happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. I got I got to put one thing out. Who did I say with my wild cards? I said Steelers, Ravens, and Broncos. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That said. Where's I, Buffalo? I, you got Buffalo winning the division? Oh, I don't. no. Oh, no. I don't. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and honestly, not here. <laughs> as much as I hate to put the Jets in first place in the AFC <gasps> East, I hate it. Late. He's trying I hate to call it. <laughs> no, here's the thing. The reason why the Jets have the Jets winning division is because Buffalo is going to fall short. <clears throat> Buffalo I went down the wrong pipe. I was drinking too fast. Mm, Kool-Aid. Mm. Here's here's the problem I have. Because last season, and Greg will tell you this, there was a team going into last year that I was super high on, and it was Buffalo. I was high on Buffalo, and I was really high on Philly. Yep. I don't feel as great about Buffalo now. Losing Vaughn Miller for four games, and you saw what their defense looked like, but they didn't have him down the stretch last year. They're going to come limping out of the gate. 
they fixed the run game. They they finally decided, hey, let's not make our quarterback our best our best you know guy carrying the ball. They may have fixed that problem at least in theory before the season starts. We'll see if Damian Harris gets the ball and and so does James Cook. We'll see if they fix that problem. But at the same time, there were a lot more cracks in the facade at the end of last season than right. there were at the beginning. And I don't know if they patched up all of them. This is and wild. I, is I don't wild. know if they fixed all the problems. I say the same thing with Miami. Miami had cracks in the facade at the end of the last season. And I don't know if they patched any of them up. See, I got Miami winning the East. Um, wow. And so I still have, and I, my, my defense, I still have Buffalo in the playoffs as a wild card. But I got Miami winning the East, Jacksonville, Cincy, and Kansas City in the other divisions. So we're all pretty much all on point there. So who yeah, the who, Jets? final wild card, final wild oh, okay. card. I have I have the Ravens missing. That's the oh, team that I have. Oh, okay. Ravens and of course the Broncos because I trust Russell Wilson about as far as I can throw him. But <laughs> so, <laughs> I I I just I don't trust that Todd Munkin's going to walk into Baltimore and instantly fix everything. That's um, fair. And so until that happens, until I get word from my people in Baltimore, um, put the word out on the streets that we back up. Um, until I get word <laughs> from, reference. Yes. from my people in Baltimore that Lamar is actually doing the work, and that's not what I'm hearing, um, then I don't trust that Lamar and Munkin are going to be on the same page. So I have and, Baltimore and, missing the playoffs. And Munkin doesn't have the offensive line that he had in Georgia. Exactly. <laughs> He that's a really good point. He doesn't have Brother Jones on the left tackle. That's all I'm mm-hmm. saying. So that's, all right. that's so, a point well made. So we all have our playoff teams listed. Um, I, we were going to talk about celebrity Steeler fans and, and Coach Cal sort of trolling for Steeler tickets up in Bristol, Connecticut the other day. We can talk about that another time. We'll save that for next week on one of next week's episodes. We'll dive into Super Bowl predictions because we all got a surprise missing the playoffs. I imagine there's got to be some surprises in our Super Bowl predictions, especially if intrepid producer Greg Finley filled it out at 3 in the morning. Who knows? He may have the San Antonio Brahmas win it at all, people. Come back and find out next on 4th Down in the Steel City.